jazzguitarlessons.net improve your jazz guitar playing with a real teacher podcast number seven welcome uh, i know it's been a long time so this is the new the new fresh start for the podcast here we go so today i wanted to discuss a little bit about practicing really a quickie one and i wanted to see if we could analyze the shadow of your smile a great tune by uh, johnny mandel so let's start off by talking about practicing in fact i just want to discuss uh a problem a lot of people have it's either they get discouraged or they say I do this and it's it's not giving me anything in return you know I spend time or uh, when I do spend time I don't know what I'm doing and I just pick up the guitar and play the same old things so I wrote an article on the website called five ways to create practice time so you should really seek that that's um, if you don't you know have enough time to practice yourself or if you think you, sh you could uh, prop up your schedule a little bit to have more time. Uh, but in the case that you have time to practice, in the case that you would like to, um, to see what you could do more, the main advice I can give you is make sure you are focused. And before you even pick up the instruments in your hands, make sure that you know what you're about to do, basically. You should have, even if it's for 15 minutes, you know, I'll do 10 minutes of this and five minutes of this, the other thing, and uh, five minutes of playing freely. This is uh, most magical advice you can get. If you, you, next time you pick up your instrument and you sit down and you, you're not in the ha habit of knowing what you're about to do, and suddenly now you know what you're about to do, you'll see almost magical improvements. Also, uh, there's a lot of you know resources on the web that can show you how to schedule and how to create a routine and i'm sorry to say but this all relates to your weaknesses if there's an area that you'd like to see improve you have first to pin it down and to know what it is right and you have to know okay i'm weak at comping playing chords and i would like to be better when i play chords behind a sax player well here you go so from that point you can decide on what materials and what topics you will uh, try to practice in order to get this thing better um, on the other hand it, it could go by experience but i doubt that by just going through the motion again and comping for a sax player all the time that you'll get better you're most likely to repeat the same mistakes so you need um, focus and you need uh, you know, planning, planning ahead what you're about to do and you need to, you know, what your weaknesses are. Sometimes it can hurt to hear the truth, but you need to know what time it is in regards to your playing. So that's it for practicing. Uh, always let me know if you have questions. I just wanted to, you know, say a few words. Uh, now for the second part of this short podcast, I wanted to look at The Shadow of Your Smile, uh, which is a tune was recently posted on the website and uh, it's a great song uh, it's often played as a slow bassa right and melody goes like this right uh, it's beautiful it's like sentimental and uh, moody it's a straight eight feel you know latin but i wanted to do a harmonic analysis first thing you have to do is identify the structure of the song. If you don't have a chart at hand, you can pause this podcast and go on jazzguitarlessons.net slash shadow of your smile and you'll find a chart there. Um, 
first thing you want to do is be aware of the structure, right? So um, the structure of the song is eight bars, eight bars, eight bars, eight bars. It's simply 32, which is good old, you know, standard form. The way the sections are laid out, though, it's A, B, A, C. And both A sections have the same chords and the same structure, right? So that's the first thing you want to start by seeing the big picture, seeing the forest before you see the trees, actually. So you look at that. So let's start by analyzing first A, right? So the four chords and the first four bars are uh, really only two, two, five. So if you play them in shell voicings, At the beginning, it sounds as if we're sort of going into an E minor sort of feel because the tune's in E minor or J major, G major, right? And you sort of feel like the F sharp minor could be a minor seven flat five, but that would really give it a, a really harmonic minor, really minor dark sound. And I think that's why this tune is this tune is such a hook, you know, it's such a hit because you have not so much darkness at first. Okay, so in other words, first four bars are two, two five progressions, a whole step apart. It's not going to the key of D major, as you could think of it as a three, six, two, five in D major, but it's not. It's just independently, F sharp minor, B7, E minor, A7. So we don't have yet have that minor E minor dark you know sound of a minor six, and we don't even get it in the tune anyways. So now let's jump to the next four four bars of the A section. A minor seven to D seven to G. So it's just two five, one four, in the key of G major. Right? So I'll play it from the beginning. You can play along with me. It's F sharp minor, first chord, ready? One, two, three, four. We're going to A minor. G. C. So this is pretty straightforward. You could be playing sort of a, a G major all the way through if you decide to improvise like this. Your problem spots, though, will be the C-sharp note, right? The very first note of the first bar of the melody. This is not in G. It would be like G lady and so it doesn't count. Uh, same thing for your B7, for your A7, you, you'd need to know where you're going with that. But all in all, it's better to see them as separate two fives, first four bars. Then next four bars, whoa, we're just in G major, it's quite nice. Now let's do the analysis of the B section. So we're in bar nine now. The first chord is F sharp minor seven flat five. So basically what we're seeing there is F sharp minor seven flat five, B seven, some sort, flat nine altered, going to E minor. Aha, so. seventh if you decide to, to do so especially because in the late 
Uh, in the late part of bar 9, 10, 11, 12, bar 12, you see a slash D. So it could be E minor over D, because we're leading to the C sharp, right? So 2, 5 in the key of E minor, resolving to a kind of E minor 7 sound, right? Then the next four bars of the B is C sharp minor 7 flat 5, F sharp 7. Which is very very minor so here again another two five in minor that's not really you know related to the key of the moment is simply implying we're going to be minor next two bars of the B section it's a sus sound of a B some sort of a like this then we're going to a B7 to go back to the top so all in all so far we've done A and B A section not so bad. B section, oh, two separate minor two fives and uh, sus chord by the end. It's pretty straightforward. Now we're getting back to the juice. The juice is really at the end. So after you've done A, B, you go back to A. That's all good. Now let the fun begin. That's the climax. So this is the last two bars of the second A section. And we're going from B minor 7 flat 5, or here, to E7. So this whole thing, in fact, is just an A minor 2-5, right? B minor 7 flat 5, E7 altered of some sort, going to A minor. And it it's good because next chord is a minor, of course, right? So that's our A minor. And then there's a little thing. Now we're starting to see the C section. C section is the last eight bars. A minor, okay, no problem with that. Then we're going up a minor third. See it like this. So you see it like an A minor thing that you just go up a minor third and do the 2 5 from there. So you have A minor, C minor 7, F7. And then next chord is once again chromatic. You just go, go down to B minor 7, E7. Then A7, which is a 2 chord. Remember, we're in the key of G major, right? So A7 is a 2 chord or a 2 dominant. And then regular 2 5 back to G. So once again, the whole um, last eight bars. One, two, three, four, A minor seven, C minor seven, F seven, B minor seven, the E seven, the, the two dominant, A seven, A minor seven, D seven, da -da -da. And uh, the last chord, I mean, if you're going to wrap up at the beginning of the form, we could have a discussion about this. You could be playing B7, the last bar, or something like that. Uh, in general, you could just sit on the G major for two bars, and it should be fine, right? So that's all for the analysis of Shadow of Your Smile. Once more, A, B, A, C. Be super careful about the C section. Super important. And uh, it can be somewhat ch challenging, you know, to improvise on the last eight bars. But make sure you spend the time to identify what are the two fives. Let's say A minor, C minor 7, F7. To see that as a two five, that's a minor third up. Then B minor 7, E7, so another two five. 
And then A7, you know, organize your thoughts um, together instead of see, seeing each chord one chord at a time. Or else, I mean, it'll take you a year to learn the tune, right? <laughs> you need to see things in block. And so far uh, in this analysis, what we've done in C, two chords at a time, right? Two, five, the one, the four, depending. So I'll leave you to uh, a little bit of improvisation on Shadow of Your Smile, and I'll see you on jazzguitarlessons.net. Improve your jazz guitar playing with a real teacher. Thank you.